0: Hey everyone! Welcome to So Fast, So Furious, the ultimate Fast and Furious podcast. Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time, so we are watching the entire Fast and Furious franchise, the Fast Saga, a quarter yeah. hour. I'm your co-host, Seth,
1: Seth. I'm Vito Lapicola.
0: <sighs> Hashtag side.
2: Vroom, vroom, bitches. Hashtag uh, vroom vroom Ray vroom Ray bitches. Bugs.
1: Why are you so down, Anthony? What's Anthony, wrong? what's going on? Are you still reeling from the from the from I'm the, still trailer mad at the trailer reveal from <laughs> episode
2: nine or from Fast Nine? Uh, Both. Don't, don't I'm, I'm so pissed they revealed Palpatine in the teaser for <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> it's Welcome it's to the just, Star Wars it's just, podcast. It's just a
1: shot. It's just a shot of Dom. Guys, gather around. We don't know how, but Palpatine's back. He's got an army of uh, Force, you know, whatever. Right. Andy no, has no, no, we Death don't know how. Technology. Han's back. <laughs> yeah, but he is. He's got the. He's got Death Star technology on every single one of his cars.
0: Well. At this point in time, Han is dead, unfortunately, as far yes. as we know. At yes. this point in the, the Fast Saga No story one's line, ever really gone. That's true.
1: Don't you guys find it? We were talking about this before we started recording today. It is really weird that in the evolution of our particular podcast, we mm-hmm. are watching the episode where Han dies mm-hmm. right as they've announced in the trailer that he is still alive, which is no like, what a weird... And again, we
0: can't say that's a spoiler, that's all right. Am I all good? Yeah. yeah. We can't say that's a spoiler because it was revealed on the damn trailer. Right. So don't yeah. get mad at us. Thanks,
1: Universal
2: Pictures.
0: Yeah.
1: Want to give us the ending to tend
2: to while you're at it?
0: Yeah, just go on. Give us the script. Why the fuck not?
2: Yeah. I feel bad for all those people we told not to watch the trailer, and, no, and we just, just ruined it right Well, we can always edit it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> no Anthony's not going to edit it out.
1: Um. <laughs> here, here was my initial reaction watching it this time. I was like, no, Huh. followed immediately like. By Bye. people looking at you yes. weird? Yes, Han! <laughs> no, because it's like, it just doesn't matter anymore. Now now it kind of loses its luster now that you know he's still alive.
0: Yeah, because we, we pick back up right now. Or there. is it his evil twin? We'll find out. We pick up at the end of the end of the race, even though it wasn't really the end of the race, it's the end of the race now. Right. Because Han, Sean, and DK have run into an intersection. Uh, Sean has already crashed on the side of the road after getting clipped, trying to make it through, and Han is about to try himself with DK. DK. I I, first, I put in that he was right behind him, but he's not. He's kind of in front of him being pushed.
1: Yeah, and he was, like, firing at him through the window. Yeah,
0: DK's shooting at at Han through the windshield there. Yeah, But Han goes into the intersection and is immediately blindsided by a totally random, insignificant vehicle. That's right. I mean, Jason Statham. How dare
1: you say that Jason Statham is insignificant? He's a magnificent person.
0: (laughs) He's a magnificent actor as well.
2: It was supposed to be just some kind of soccer mom. Yeah. You ran into him by accident. I know, right? I'm so
0: (laughs) sorry. I'm picking up the
1: kids. He's going to go to the Shinto (laughs) temple and attempt purification for the next 20 years to make up for the accidental manslaughter of Han Solo. Yes. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Han is trapped upside down in the car, a Justin Lin staple at this point. Yes. He's very messed up. He's bleeding, but he's still moving.
1: And then DK takes off like a bitch. Yes. DK like takes one look and he's like, "I'm out of here." Well, gas is dripping.
0: There's already a fire. It's looking bad for Han. Sean runs to help, but the car explodes before he gets there. Apparently, no one noticed the handsome bald man that got out of the car that hit him and made a phone
1: call. He's if you if you really look at I've I've watched clips of this extensively to see how it fits together. During a bird's eye shot, which we're going to probably get to in a second, you see a man in a suit on the other side of the explosion, which they could say is the Jason Statham character. But there's also um, he's on the other side of the car. So Sean is on one side of the car. Statham is on the other and so Sean, well, I shouldn't call him Statham; it's it's Shaw. But but Shaw's on the other. And so when Sean runs up, he's so focused on Han that he doesn't see Deckard walking away. Well, that's Why one would way he? To look at I mean, it. you know what I mean? No, because it's like the camera is subjective, right? Who the camera tells us who to look at in a frame. You know, sure. so it's a little meta. So you know, Sean is so focused on the car, you're not going to notice a guy walking off. You don't sure. think that he did it on purpose.
0: Well, like you you said, DK sees everything. He looks all pissed, and he takes off. But then then there's that overhead shot where I was looking more at the the vehicle. And at first, I thought it looked like there's a couple of people kind of looking inside the car as if they can't find the driver. But then if you look at it, it closely, looks like, they're, it trying look like help, they're trying to help. Yeah, they're trying to help
1: somebody there. out of the car. Well, that's because they had no idea, obviously, that they were going to exactly. tie all this together later. I know we're being. We know shouldn't I mean? Hold it against them. But there is someone standing on the other side of the explosion that you could conceivably say that that is. It was just, just an extra. No, yeah, I know. A no, guy. Was, no, but guys, what I'm saying is, is that you know that they watched this and went that could be the Deckard Shaw character. <laughs> so you know what I mean? That was how they probably put this together, mm-hmm. essentially.
0: And uh, now they, they take all the sound out of the film because uh, Sean and Neela are in shock. Uh, Neela actually has to pull Sean away from the crash. And they run down to the subway, which I'm certain was shot in L.A. We pointed out a couple of shots that look very Yeah,
1: I think, I think a lot of the ending was shot in Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: they ride on the subway without talking. It's very moody.
1: i got to say, um, Anthony, you were kind of like mocking like the acting in the scene but I thought mm-hmm. Natalie Kelly's uh, shell shock was really good because you're looking at that shot it's like 30 seconds long of them just
2: like totally exhausted yeah. in the train and, and they like, aren't sh- looking at each other
1: yeah they're com- like Sean staring at the window she's in shell shock and the idea is that like their posture basically tells you everything without needing any dialogue so I thought that was kind of a good shot actually yeah, it was, just it was effective Side
2: of it it worked for me
0: yeah, and you don't want to h- watch the 20 minute conversation of like is Don is is I can't Don, believe he's really dead. Gone? Yeah, yeah exactly.
2: I can't believe he's dead. Yeah. yeah. Han taught me everything I know for the 2 days that I knew him before I got him killed. <laughs> it <laughs> only <laughs> took 2 days. That's right. It only, I've only took been two, days. 2
0: days and I've killed someone. <laughs> hey, Luke
2: Skywalker
1: trained for 2 days and then went off and saved his friends in you know, That's Empire, right. so That's right. I guess it kind of works there are was, some star wars parallels here
2: i thought in like storyline it was longer it was just the passage of time what movie are we talking about now both welcome of them. to the star wars podcast <laughs> oh, i'm <sorry. laughs> with uh, your hosts <laughs>
0: uh Neela and sean go back to uh, sean's dad's place they ring the doorbell but no one answers at first instead dk shows up still angry
1: Oh, wait, I, There were a couple of things about this. I thought it was kind of interesting. What would a high school kid in a foreign country do if the shit hits the fan? He goes to his fucking parents. Like, it totally made sense in the context of that. Yeah. It's like you'd, you'd go, go to your dad cops, and go, really. Dad, I'm in real bad trouble, you know, and your dad would have to try to help you. But how did DK know where he That's lives? a great question. That was That's what I was wondering as he pulled up. Maybe. Because I was reading too much into it.
0: No, but that's a good question. Because they went
1: home on the train. It's not like he followed him in his car. We can presume you know he's done some mean?
0: homework, maybe.
1: That's true. He's yakuza, so.
2: Well, wasn't there like a, like a brief time period where like all of that stuff was available online before like privacy acts happened? That could be. I think he so. just looked it up. Yeah.
1: Major Boswell, <laughs> I <know>. Otaka District, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Shinjuku. Where is the new American student living? Ask uh, Jeeves. <laughs> that's right.
2: Lycos.com.
0: Dogpile.com. DK tells Neela to get in his car and approaches Sean, but Sean pushes him against the car and punches him in the face a few times.
1: Yeah, Sean gets in a couple of good licks.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. certainly not backing down, which I guess that's basically his character. He's yeah. always ready
2: to, to rumble. Yeah. Never back down. Never surrender. That's right. That was a movie. Never retreat. Came out around this time. Oh yeah, never surrender. I think there's like three of them. Never
1: surrender. Sorry, I was thinking of that horrible Corey
2: Hart song from the '80s. Oh, I see. I just remembered the trailer and that was his name. Like who? Dijman Harmon. Jaimon Hansu. Yeah, that guy. G
1: G Jaimon (laughs) Harmon,
2: John's brother, the
1: creator of Rick and Morty. (laughs) Jaimon (laughs) Harmon. You mean Jaimon Hansu? Yeah, that guy. Yes. Anyways,
2: he goes never back down, (laughs) in a weird accent. We
1: want free. Sorry, wrong movie. Who?
2: DK his Guardians.
1: <laughs> Jaimon Hansu's greatest hits on one collectible <laughs> 45 record, as performed by Anthony Ray Bench and Vito Lapicola of the So Fast Furious, So Fast so Furious podcast. It's just us doing really bad Jaimon Hansu impersonations. <laughs> You're a clean <gladiator>. <laughs> Yeah.
0: DK pushes Sean off and pulls his gun on him. But Major Boswell finally shows up with his own gun and says, I wouldn't do that if I were you.
1: Very, very John Woo shot here. That's right. Like one gun on Sean, one gun on DK.
0: They're in a Japanese standoff. Neela in the
1: middle. Yeah, it's it's got a very John Woo feel to it Mm -hmm. at that point. Kind of in a Japanese-Mexican standoff, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: They stand there for a moment. DK does not drop his gun. Neela finally agrees to go with DK to sort of relieve all the tension. I got to tell
1: you, I would have thought... I mean, I guess in reality, which obviously these movies aren't. DK's Yakuza, man, he could have fucking. He would have just shot Sean at that point, And he would have gotten away with it. And but the dad, dad would have probably shot him, but I mean, he would have been able to. Maybe he's do got it.
0: a little bit of humanity still, still in him.
1: I don't know, man. He's been shamed. Why does DK still want Neela?
2: It's a good question. Like, honestly. I think
0: it's maybe just like. Yeah. Because he doesn't, we see him with other Cause she's Goombas a throughout the movie. She's yeah, a trophy. So it's more just the principle of the thing, you know, like nobody takes her away from me, sort of. She's Two not weeks that
2: cool. later. She's not worth
0: it. It
1: was like but two weeks later drift. they broke up. <laughs> exactly. I'm uh, just not feeling it anymore, Neela. But, but. Uh, you don't yeah. drift as good as I Get do, out. baby. If you really think about it, they've known each other since they were children, yeah. too, because she was taken in by their family. Yeah. So it's kind of like a weird sisterly thing. DK's got some issues, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah, very, very sibling sort of thing. Yeah, it's weird. DK really takes his time getting back in his car, so maybe he really is struggling with the idea of shooting him.
1: Did you Did you notice, by the way? Uh, so I pointed this out to you guys. When When she's like, "Okay, I'll go with you," she walks in between DK, the gun, and and Major Boswell instead of walking around him. Which is like, why would you walk the safe thing to past do. the guy aiming a gun at your ex boyfriend? You know what I mean?
0: Maybe she knew it would keep Major Boswell from shooting DK. Well,
1: DK, DK, literally at that point, if he'd been astute, could have shot Sean yeah. and killed the dad by the time Neela had passed. Because that's, that's, that's what she would have done. Yeah, she totally fucks them up there. Then you
0: got no, no damn movie. it, Neela. No, what the movie hell you ending. doing, woman? I'm
1: okay with that. That's uh, just the end of the film. Three people were found dead at the Shinjuku district, mm-hmm. including a major from the U.S. <laughs> and Army she, and his son. And we cut to Dom watching the report, going,
0: huh. <laughs> <laughs> Who <laughs> do I race now? That's <laughs> like I seven, came all the way over seven here.
1: blocks away from uh, where Han died.
0: <laughs> How ironic. Weird. Uh, finally, DK tells Sean that he'll see him when daddy's not around.
1: Yeah, that was, that was so fucking mean. Yeah, that was mean. a cool line. I see you when
2: daddy's not around. Motherfucker.
1: Aw, little, little pussy bitch. I
2: like how he slowly backs into his car. Mm-hmm. Like He, he doesn't like, turn his back. He doesn't, mm-hmm. like, yeah.
0: Well, it kind of reminded me of the thing, like, you know, if you're in a karate match and you bow. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people naturally kind of look at the ground, but like you're supposed to keep yeah. your eyes right. Actually, on, technically, not you're true? not. Oh, vito, no, I, I was. Don't
1: know. No, this is this is a weird thing. I was schooled by a Japanese instructor who said, "Don't." He and his exact words were, "Don't fucking listen to the Karate Kid. By looking at your opponent, you're showing a disrespect by showing that you don't trust them. So, in in actual karate and and Japanese and stuff like that tournaments, mm. you bow." By looking down, it shows that you trust that they're not going to take your well, what head if you while don't you're. Trust uh, them it's, yeah, it's hard to trust. Then you're a jerk.
2: Actively trying to kick you in yeah, the face.
1: Right? The uh, you guys believe it or not, that scene is so realistic with uh DK backing into the thing. This this really happened. I in I was probably in high school at the time. My buddies and I went to this kind of like seedy bar, and uh, my buddy stepped on a guy's shoe and he scuffed it. And like and it, the dude was like. You fucking ruined my adidas and he was like let me buy you a beer we leave we get outside and i shit you not there were like eight guys with bats and knives waiting for us outside of the bar and the dude was like you fucking scuff my shoes and now i'm gonna have to fuck you up scuff your head my buddy junior i shouldn't probably name him but anyway this guy is six and a half feet tall 350 pounds former pro footballer just has a voice like this very casually reaches back pulls a pistol I had no idea this guy had this pulls a pistol out aims it and he's like who wants to get shot first bitches and they were like whoa and they spread out and then he threw his keys to my buddy Doug and he says Doug go open up the car get in leave the driver's side open roll down the window and he backed up just like DK did got into the car but he put his arm through the open window so he could still shoot Closed the door and then leaned out and went see you later bitches and we drove off it Holy was really shit. crazy. But How I wet was, were your pants? Yeah. Oh, dude, I was fucking, f- <laughs> I thought I was about to get fucking shot. But, like, I hung out with a really rough crowd back, back in the day. I was I was not the uh, pristine, uh, you know, Zen uh, look monk at the warrior that out. I am today. Now I'm hanging out with film geeks <laughs> that's right. and uh, not getting threatening. But, no, that was funny because DK backed up exactly the same, and it flashed me back to that. I remembered. I was like, oh, that's fucking very real what you would do there. For yeah, because sure. he's keeping his guard up unlike
2: Neela, who walked past a loaded weapon and uh, got her friends put into danger. She needs to take a hunter's safety course. Mm -hmm. That's right. And realize Mm -hmm. that guns are no joke.
1: Damn it, Neela!
2: (laughs) And knowing is half the battle. It's like the end of a thing. What are you doing
1: playing with your uh, dad's gun? for
0: funsies. (laughs) They're not. Sean's dad immediately tells Sean that he's putting Sean on a plane tonight. Sean says he can't leave because he did this and it's his mess. He says that he has to do this. Do what? Well
1: I love I love the fact that in real life, if that was my dad, he would have been like, You're getting on the goddamn plane (laughs) and that's it. I would have been it would have been forty minutes later, I would have been on that plane. Here's the thing though, Major Boswell was he would have probably been killed in his son's stead. Because even though he's an American, you know, he's not a diplomat or anything. So the Yakuza would have killed him and then covered it up. Mm. Eh, they still would have probably killed him. Yeah. He's a dead man either way. Oh no. So Sean I think Sean realizes he's got a gotta restore something. the honor you know what i mean
2: this next part bothers me because it hints that major was it bosworth Bosley, boswell boswell it hints that he has a past it that would have been nice yeah it would have been nice if he was like you know all right son sit down i'm gonna tell you a story about my past so now come that listen to the story <laughs> of the
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is the <a> story <laughs> of how <laughs> 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 of- about <laughs>
0: my life got twist turned upside down But, like, if you sat
2: him down down and had, like, a conversation where he's just like, now that you know that, like, I understand where you're coming from, Mm -hmm. and I support you 100%, but it's like the entire movie, he's just like, don't touch a car, don't be near a car. You know, or they,
0: tie it into that because he actually says, "At least you're not redoing my mistakes," which means yeah. what he, what he did isn't even that. Yeah. I was
1: like, "Well, the weird thing about it was, was I was like, Your son's angered the yakuza.' Mm-hmm. Like, your life must have been batshit crazy when you were a young man. <laughs> know, at least you know? you're
2: not repeating my mistakes. What was I having mistakes, a dad? baby and abandoning it, and then having to <laughs> deal with it twenty five years later? <laughs> you were my mistakes, son. Exactly. You were my mistake. I'm
0: looking at <laughs> it. now.
1: Get on that goddamn <laughs> plane. <laughs> I ain't going <laughs> to tell you again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, what were his mistakes? It would be nice to nice yeah. to know. Uh, Sean has no idea what to make of this either, so he just kind of nods and walks off. What he plans to do is beyond me, I wrote.
1: Did you say beyond me or beyond meat? Because beyond I love meat. that pea protein shaped into a meat patty. I don't
2: know. Sorry. <laughs> huh? It sounded like you said beyond meat for a second. Beyond Welcome to the Beyond Meat podcast. <laughs> Like With your hosties <laughs> <laughs> This ain't you telling me this ain't
0: bacon? Turkey. No, it's beyond meat. A little later, Sean is waiting in a parking garage as Twinkie's Hulk car pulls in. Twinkie apparently has already found out about Han. He asks Sean if he's alright and says, We're leaving town. Who's we? Doesn't Twinkie have a family?
1: I'm starting to believe that Twink is a street hustler. I think he might just live on the street. He, lives, well, he lives on lives the streets. He and he's selling Haunt. his ass to Japanese businessmen for Gosh. money.
0: <laughs> so he's putting himself through school. He's not. He's not really a military family. It's ah. all lies.
1: Where? Where's his military family? That's a great. That's what Like, I'm why would he have to leave town if exactly. his dad and mom are around? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, you he, said he, that he was go- lying. Maybe he was lying.
0: Could be.
2: He's just a kid that liked Dragon Ball Z and flew to Japan. Yeah,
0: he's a waibu.
2: I'm going to get a Hulk car. I'm going to call myself Twink. He doesn't speak the language fluently, so he couldn't buy a, uh, a airplane ticket back, oh, I see. and he's stuck.
0: He's just there. Well, I might as well go through the education system
1: while I'm here. My name is Twink, and I was just an average kid until my friend Sean got involved with the Yakuza. This is the this opening is narration story. to his TV yeah. show. I'm Twinkie. Now we're on the
0: run. Sean says he can't leave. Twinkie says with all the trouble Sean's made for Kamada, he's done here. But what exactly did Sean do to Kamada? I I keep harping on this, but it seems to me like they'd be mad at Han. I don't understand why everyone is upset with his
1: crew as well. Well, I... I would kind of liken that to the idea that um, with with the yakuza, you have the oyabun who is the head, and then you have the kobun who are like considered the children. Mm-hmm. So Han would be considered like the, the oyabun of, of his, his family. gang. It was yeah, the Han family. He's he's the he's the head of his gang, and and Sean and uh, Twink, and you know all of the other people on the crew would be considered like. You know they are responsible. If one of them fucks up, it mm-hmm. reflects poorly on the head. So if the head fucks up, then everybody fucks up. Well, so I could kind of see where they would equate yeah. that, because Han stole money, so somebody owes these guys that money.
0: So I, I played all seven of the uh, Yakuza video games. So that that lines up as far as what I know.
1: Awesome. Yeah. I've never played those games They're actually. I, I. Uh, I if i were to play video games i'd get very addicted because i have addictive personality take time but i think the yakuza games would be fucking badass They're fucking great um side note have you guys seen any of the uh beat Takeshi yakuza movies uh that have come out in the last like 20 25 years Mm-mm. um if you are averse to subtitles he made one in the united states called brother with omar epps it's fucking amazing it's about a yakuza guy who gets uh kicked out of the yakuza basically and comes to los angeles and like starts running a street gang and it's pretty badass okay but anyway side diversion yeah
0: yes um sean says maybe he should talk to kamada since dk answers to him twinkie thinks this is a terrible idea he says that han is dead and besides sean just can't can't just walk into kamada's place sean says it's all i got
1: i would tend to think that he could You can take a meeting with a with a with a with a yakuza boss Mm -hmm. as long as you have something to offer and you with respect. You know what I mean? Yeah, you you'd have to show up and like really like show that you don't have any weapons or anything. But I I think they would at least send someone out to listen to what he has to say, and then if he says I'm here to bring him the money he's owed, they'd be like let him come in. Now, as an American, he they would probably try not to kill him. You know, to raise a lot of, you know, attention to themselves. But I think they would have let him come in. I just, you know, for drama.
0: And I would venture to say that Kamada, even though he is more of a real Yakuza than DK is, seems a little more reasonable than DK does. You know what I mean?
1: What if what if he would have gone in there and they were like, Han is dead now. So guess what? You work for us. And because they do hire American muscle. You know, there's like a a lot of like Marines and stuff like that that stay in Japan. that get they become like bouncers and like hitmen for the yakuza. You know what I mean? What if that would have happened? Poor Sean, Dad, you ain't gonna (laughs) believe this. I work for for (laughs) They hired me. I work for him now. Yeah, it's like I own my fingers. Can (laughs) you believe it?
0: Didn't see that coming. Dude,
1: they gave me a full sleeve tattoo, and they're going to do the other side next week. <laughs> Wait till you see my back tattoo. I don't even have to pay for it, Dad. Son, what have you gotten into? Oh, At least man. you're not repeating my mistakes.
0: That's right. <laughs> and he pulls down his pants and shows his penis tattoo.
2: <laughs> don't do it, son. And the tip of his head is cut off.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. How Anthony for the uh, low joke Ouch. of the episode.
1: Ah. Oh, man. That would hurt really bad. They do get their tat- their dicks tattooed, by the way. The Yakuza guys get serious? the full body. Yeah, they get their balls and their dicks tattooed oh, sometimes. Right. If you do that, you're considered, like, fucking tough as shit. I would say so. Yeah. Moving I wouldn't on. want a needle anywhere near my dong. I
0: know, right? Twinkie thinks for a bit and then goes to open the trunk of his car. He says there's something Han would want, would have wanted Sean to have. First, he takes a crowbar out of a secret compartment and then uses that to pry open one of the speakers. It's
1: like, why does he have the crowbar in a secret <laughs> it's,
0: compartment? I know. It's like a Mr. You Bean get pulled routine. over by
1: the Japanese, you know, cops, and they're yeah. like, "Well, do you have any crowbars in the car?" "No, sir. I don't see anything. You're good." <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You know, like,
1: there's certainly nothing in the speaker, sir. <laughs> oh, Twink. By the way. I thought Bow Wow was really good in this scene. Yeah. Uh, I think this is his best scene in the movie. I would agree. Um, he actually, you could tell he was like really acting. There's mm-hmm. some, some good concern there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I Yeah. To- totally it. I thought it would kind of, it actually made me really like his character retrospectively in this scene where I was like, oh, you know, he actually gives a shit because he could have hid that, what, what he's about to hand Absolutely. Sean. He could have fucking kept that shit and gotten out of town, but he didn't. And I was like, wow, what a good what a good friend he actually really likes sean and and gives a shit and that made me it endeared him to me much more than in previous scenes
0: yes and, and yeah. just he takes the leather bag out from inside the speaker hands it to sean uh well it's it's the money i just want to say because he knows come, he's going to see kamada and he must twinkie must have the idea that this is the one way that he could maybe do it safely right or as right. safe as possible yes um Sean says he's going to need it if he's going to make it out of Kamada's alive. Uh Sean asked Twinkie if he needs the money and Twinkie says he'll figure it out. Something yeah. tells me Twinkie's going to be okay. <laughs>
1: you think he's going to be out on the street with those <laughs> Japanese businessmen? <laughs> Back men. where he was. Yo, get some of this Twinkie God. bootay. We just Japanese cut to a scene of Twinkie, Twinkie putting bootay <laughs> it's not too far.
2: Would you fuck me? I'd no, fuck me. I'd fuck me
1: hard.
0: He's the Steve ring, character ring. from Billy This Madison. is Twinkie.
1: Hello, are you available 3 p.m. today?
0: Hi. God, <laughs> that's so horrible.
1: <laughs> Poor twink. Bow wow, you were really good in this scene. If yeah, you're listening Shad
0: to this Moss, show. if you're listening, you were good. You were good in this. Be on our show. We next find Sean walking into. <laughs> he's a- like, he's like, oh yeah, I'll come on his show. You want me to wear makeup, bitch? Click. Yeah, fuck Hello, you. Are you
1: are you still there? Hello. I, I think he hung up. You guys.
0: <laughs> oh man. We next find Sean walking into a very unsavory-looking street where a bunch of street thugs, some young punks trying to intimidate him are are staring at him, but he just pushes through him. All these these, guys are just staring him down.
1: Yeah, and these guys are really well cast. Again, this is like the low-level Yakuza guys, so these are like the punk. You know, they have have a little more of a wilder aesthetic. Mm -hmm. They have that 80s look, like the spiky hair, cigarettes hanging out of their... uh, out of their mouths wearing the punk Keira rock status. t-shirts and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's very um it's very cool how this does establish the older generations versus the newer generations. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty well researched. I liked it a lot.
2: This scene could have looked really goofy, but it was well shot and That's, the extras were extra. You know what yeah.
1: the, the idea there, there's something that has always bothered me about like pure Hollywood movies versus a movie that's made by somebody that has some vision. Um, Quentin Tarantino is also very good at stuff like this, and so is Martin Scorsese. They cast very interesting-looking people. They don't. They don't. They're not like everybody has to be a superstar. Mm-hmm. Granted, Tarantino has been a little guiltier of this in the past couple of years where he's like i have to have brad pitt and fucking you know dicaprio yeah. but i mean back in the day he would just cast the people who were right for the part Tim and they North. always had Tim really really amazing right. faces mm-hmm. so like you can tell Shimi. you know akira kurosawa did that too mm-hmm. he'd have a group of people surround you know toshiro mifune as the samurai you could tell everything you needed to know about these characters just by looking at them mm-hmm. you know what i mean that says a mm-hmm. lot And in most movies, it would have been just this group of like really pretty fucking boy band looking guys.
0: It was interesting, though, because in the commentary, Justin Lin said the same thing about when he was casting for this scene that he was really concerned about, you know, for American audiences seeing this and thinking they look kind of silly and they're, you know, over the top kind of clothes and stuff. But that's how they really are over there. Yeah. Those kind of Yakuza kids.
1: Yeah, it totally works. I mean, and if you look again in Kill Bill. The crazy eighty-eights are super over the top, and the audience buys it. You know what I mean? It's how you tell the story, and Justin Lin's really good at telling a story. Exactly. You know.
0: Finally, Sean reaches a guy who seems who he seems to think looks like he's in charge around here. Sean says he's in uh, says in Japanese that he'd like to see Mr. Kamada, please. He gives them the bag of money.
1: You know what's interesting? Mm. Um, well, because his right hand man there, the bald comes guy? up to the bald guy, yeah. Um, Kamada's right-hand man. Well, it's yeah. one, once they get inside, actually, I'll go and okay. divert into
0: that. Yeah, the bald man from who was with Kamada earlier is there. He and his men look at the bag. They seem if surprised, if not maybe a little impressed. I don't know. They have this look on their face. They lead Sean inside. It's uh, sort of a speakeasy-looking place, and all the patrons just watch silently as Sean is ushered in.
1: This is okay. Have I have I told this story? Please stop me if I have. <laughs> I'll start it first. I have, I have a yakuza bar story.
0: Okay, I don't. Does not sound familiar?
1: Okay, when I was in college, I, I, I lived in Chicago, and uh, my buddy Steve and I were film majors, and we we would go out drinking on on the weekends. And do you remember that scene in Rising Sun where Sean Connery's character basically says he's like there's a shadow world out there. The Japanese, you know, hide in the in the nooks and crannies. It's sort of like, I mean, that's not what he says, but it, the idea of it is that there's a shadow world there like of, of all these Yakuza and stuff under our own that we'll never see. Mm-hmm. Well, he and I were like 18 years old and we were like walking into bars and people would be like, nope, and we'd just turn around and leave. And there was one, we were walking and I saw in an alley an open door and it looked like a jazz bar. And I was like, let's go to that. We walked in and it was a fucking Yakuza bar, dude and it was it looked it was a little more it was lit blue so it doesn't look like this mm-hmm. you know particular scene but it was all of these yakuza and their dates mm-hmm. and there was a woman on stage singing and i swear to god we walked in and everything went silent and they just stared at us and i was like walk straight to the bar and we walked up to the bar and this woman like glared at us from behind the bar and she was like what do you want and steve was like i got the first round and I ordered a Coke. He ordered a beer. It was like $35. She was like, you finished your drinks. Now go. And no one said a fucking word the entire Holy time. Shit. We sat there for the two minutes. We very quickly <laughs> drank glug, our glug, stuff. Glug, glug, glug. And they they literally stared at us the entire time mm. hard until so we got up. And let, we were like, thank you. We got up. and We like left. And as we left, we heard them start talking again. <laughs> and it was like, that's my accidental Yakuza bar story. And that really fucking is... Again, when they walk in and everybody shuts the fuck up and looks at the guy Jean walking in, mm-hmm. that's very real. Interesting. Yes. Just checking on you, Anthony. I just realized, guys, I might be Sean Bosworth or Boswell. What? I've, 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 I've gone through a remarkable amount of the things this guy's gone through in <laughs> the movie. Have you ever drifted? Including in, in a crazy race where I spun around about 80 times. But uh, I've <laughs> we'll
2: drifted in them. and out of sleep.
1: I know.
0: In and out of this podcast. <laughs> during I was going to say, during <laughs> this episode, you've drifted in and out of sleep, Anthony. <laughs> Neela is sitting there with DK and sees Sean. She goes to him and DK follows. Neela tells Sean that he needs to leave and DK tells him that he came to the wrong place. Yeah. He's getting more attention than you did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: Thank God I didn't owe I know, a, right? a mob
0: boss any money.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Sean tells DK that he didn't come there to see him. Kamada, who had been sitting with DK and Neela, asks DK who his friend is. Yeah, Do-
1: that just drips with menace. Yeah. I love I love how magnetic and menacing Sonny Chiba is in this it's very scene. very good, yeah. Yeah, he just draws your eye, man. it's great. Apparently, Justin Lin was saying that uh,
0: Sonny Chiba was very uh, conscientious about his English because, uh, his English lines, because I had assumed by 2006 or whatever that he would have
1: done some American films by now, but you he say did, not he so He did much. a couple in the United States, but um, I think most of his line readings were phonetic. Mm. But he does know uh english now he speaks english very well now yeah we so saw I think, him I think at maybe, screening yeah. yeah yeah so i think maybe he was just kind of like learning he'd never really done anything that this prominent in a in an american movie so he was conscientious that it was going to sound right yeah he didn't
2: do too bad no dude, great. no he's a
1: dude he's he's a really really good actor yeah, yeah i mean he's he's a legit actor now instead of a martial he it would be like if bruce lee survived and became like a really great actor. He did in, more than four awesome movies. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like like Sonny Chiba started out as an action star and became a legitimate star. You know what I mean?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I guess you could, it would probably parallel Jackie Chan or something like that.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, because Jackie Chan's actually a pretty good actor too when mm-hmm. he does drama.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, DK tries to play it off, saying that Sean's nobody and that he can handle him. But Sean speaks up and tells Kamada that he has something that belongs to him. Sean tries to emo- approach Kamada with the bag, but a Yakuza soldier stops him, we noted very
1: effectively. Yeah, this this guy, like, there's no it's not threatening, but it's threatening at the same time. He just yeah. puts his hand out and, like, stops well, him I, like, you're not getting I took passed. it like...
0: like as of this moment everything's fine you're not coming any closer but yeah the the it was still you if i have to but it was very effective yeah Uh, and he hands kamada the bag himself uh the guy shows kamada what's in the bag kamada seems unimpressed he says you think you can walk in here dump some cash and walk out right anthony He's Anthony, drifting. Anthony's, taking a, Anthony's drifting. A time out. You are the <laughs> drift yes, king, Zach.
2: You are right. <laughs>
0: okay, good. Are you into this scene at all? or into the the interaction with the the yakuza boss? Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah it, was, it was. It was. Um. Not that I'm saying. Not that I
0: think you were or not. But.
2: No. It was. It was very tense. And yeah. um. Yeah. Just like kind of didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah.
0: No, I agree. I mean, ex- exactly. I didn't know what Sean's plan was, but then at the same time, you don't know how Kamada's is going to react to it. So.
2: I will say this though, mm-hmm. like, and I might be skipping a bit ahead. It's okay. Um, when you know he proposes, like, there's a way to make this right. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like expecting them to. Go the with answer long. to be a race, <laughs> like that sure. doesn't make sense. Like, well, but
0: he knows he knows his nephew is a racer. Uh, to it's me, it's a movie.
2: That that's totally a movie thing. But you are. It is true. It is kind of like, why would Kamada be willing to? Right, like for Kamada, it seems like it would just come off as petty. Like, well, why are you playing children's games? Like, mm-hmm. this is serious shit. Yeah, I don't know. Didn't work for me.
1: I, I, you know, though, I on the on, to be the contrasting voice, I think Kamada is like, who is this fucking white boy coming in here and like talking about honor and integrity? Like, sure. like this kid showing. You know some what, chutzpah. He's Well, he's showing what DK doesn't have, Ooh, interesting. which is which is like he's showing me respect because DK has that and moment where where he's he's like, don't listen to what this you know guy Gene is saying to you. And Kamada's like, after everything you've done, you're giving me
2: orders. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so right, I right, and I'm buying that. Yeah, yeah, I'm just there's a better way to settle it than a race wait like, till
1: the ending where he and neely get in a car and they fly off like at the end of greece and they look back and wave
2: mm-hmm.
1: you the one that i want it's been chitty chitty You're bang the bang the this entire time oh, oh, honey yeah. sean says that he's only that returning doesn't really happen anthony stop grimacing
0: sean says that he's only returning what belonged to kamat in the first place but that's not why he really came he came to apologize he says he knows that he and dk embarrassed themselves badly at this point, DK tries to interrupt, telling him not to listen to the guy Jean. Sean tells Kamata that he's here to offer him a peaceful solution. Kamata asks him how he plans to accomplish that. Sean says, a race. And as we had stated, not the most realistic resolution, but you, in this you movie, know what would have really happened here? What? Pow in the face?
1: No, no, no. I, I Saki? feel No, yeah. I feel at Draw that off point, your fingers. Kamata? Exactly. Kamata would have basically said to DK, you know, he has brought up an interesting point. You've humiliated yourself and you've humiliated me. Why don't you do something about it? And DK probably would have been brought a tanto knife and a little cloth, and DK. he would have been expected yeah. to cut off his pinky finger. And I thought it would have been really cool. I, As I was watching this, I was like, wow. If they would have gotten kind of ballsy with this scene, if DK would have been like, no, I'm not going to do that, what if Sean was like, I'll, I'll do it. it. I don't no, need this pinky. No, and he's like, and what if he legitimately was like, I'll do it, and he fucking cut his pinky off and <laughs> presented it to Kamata? And Kamata <laughs> oh, was like, this guy's got some fucking honor. You don't? And then he's like, okay, I'll grant you your race. It was a that stinky pinky, really pinky anyway. Right. I that don't was need it st- to shift. It smells like Neela. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, she God. smells like Neela, so I don't really need to smelling like Neela. It I went nowhere, but it, you got the point. <laughs> yes. He was fingering Neela. It was Pretty much what well. I was going with, with the, he was with fingering himself when he was oh white. <laughs> but uh, so, the act, by the way, of cutting off uh, one's pinky happens to everybody. What does cut off the pinky? No, the act never, of cutting off the pinky mind. is what? No? <laughs> it's called uh, it's known as yubitsume, which literally translates to finger shortening. And oh. it's a huge part of the Yakuza culture. I'm bringing this up because of something that's going to come up in a little while. And so uh, in the gang, members are expected to cut off their pinky fingers as a show of remorse for an offense that they've previously committed. So technically, DK probably should have, you know, cut well, his but, finger off. But
0: and maybe you know more about this than I do. But from the Yakuza game series, I, I picked up at least I thought that if you're not a Yakuza, like they would never ask that of a non-Yakuza.
1: They they wouldn't, but if you did it, I think it would impress the fuck out of them. Mm. DK is technically Yakuza; he works for them.
0: Right, but even Han says he's not really Yakuza.
1: I think uh, it's just because he's not like a higher up.
0: He ha- surely, there's must must you be know. some kind of initiation process,
1: like yeah, an official. There, there is, yes. It's it's almost like a Masonic init- initiation actually, where they have this cup of. They, they basically pour this big cup of sake and they pass it around all of the heads, you know, and then they pass it to the to the, the person guy. who's getting the, the gig, you know, and then they say, I'm your father now and, you know, you're, you're going to be like my son. I'm going to take care of you. And then they start you out at the bottom. And so DK probably had gone through that if he's working for him. Uh, do you guys want to know, though, why the significance of cutting the pinky is so mm-hmm. important in Japan? Yes, I do. Because the pinky is the finger that has the most grip. When you're holding a katana. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so basically it lessened the person's ability to oh, be able to defend themselves with the sword and made them more dependent on the Oya Boon as the source of their life. Interesting. So basically you are you are saying I am no longer capable, so I put my life in your hands. So that's that's why they cut off the pinkies. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't want to cut my pinky off.
0: Uh, After Sean mentions the race, Kamada does what any rational person would do and laughs at him. Sean says that he wants to settle it once and for all. Shoot
1: this white boy (laughs) in the face.
0: He wants to settle it with a loser leaves town race. Doesn't
1: make a lot of sense because where's DK going to go?
0: I know, right? I got a place uh, outside mountain.
1: of the city. I'll just, just gonna live go on the to the mountains.
2: Live with—that's <laughs> right with, with Sean's me. mom. Shacks up with Sean's mom. Who's Why, totally fine this a with it? Why is Pleasant
1: surprise? <laughs> is that a tattoo on your weenie?
0: <laughs> he's not a cop, but he's close. DK. <laughs> DK says that he's already beat you this sure piece do. of shit. You love your son.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: Yeah. DK says he's already beat this piece of shit once. Kamada says good. Then it should be easy to do it again paraphrasing a little bit for you pedantic assholes out there <laughs>
1: they misquoted <laughs> tokyo drift at 58.47 uh, excuse point me 47. that's not exactly
0: what he said i guess they- don't you even watch these movies <laughs> did you take notes i guess they plan a date and time and set all the rules and everything because next we see sean and han's old crew going back to the old hideout Han's garage is all busted up, and there's police tape around the crime scene. Not but, enough to keep them but out. I
1: was gonna say, but for some reason, they have not boarded up the gaping hole in in, in the, the door. Oh. Now, well, <laughs> it's a gaping hole in the script too. <laughs> I think though, in Japan, you know, crime is so whatever that nobody would really go through that. If they mm. put up that tape, I'm crime sure nobody is would high go through. Or low? What do you mean? What
0: crime is high or low? No crime. Really?
1: Crime is like super. There's a 97 percent chance you're gonna get caught in Japan if you commit a crime. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to commit a crime, you damn well be, you know, That'd ready to pay the price. Or you. So I think if they put that that tape up, you know, and the, and there was a big hole there, nobody go in there. Maybe a couple of homeless people or whatever, but most people wouldn't go. Or through the, the hole. people
0: that used to live there, apparently. Yeah. Um, Technically, it's their stuff. That's right. Right. They're inside, and Sean is just kind of walking around. Uh, It briefly reminded me that this is a Fast and Furious movie with all the computers around and, you know, like a crew setting up a plan. Right. Uh, Suddenly, the British Asian guy busts in and says, The cops have taken all the cars. They've taken all the blimey cars. (laughs) All the bloody vehicles. All the bloody mobiles. Yeah. (laughs) They've Uh, taken all the vehicles. (laughs) And then the girl on the crew busts in and says, Hey, she she screams it. <laughs> she
1: just says, Hey. Yeah. Hey
0: <laughs> You guys are never gonna And that us.
1: woke Anthony
0: up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> uh, did somebody say something? Huh?
0: <laughs> they go inside they go outside, excuse me, and their car has been totally busted. I guess this was the car they were gonna race with. I believe it is it is a heretofore unseen vehicle. Have we seen this car Don't before? Don't you
1: think the Japanese cops? Actually, why, why do I keep saying Japanese cops? Don't you think the cops would have noticed that car? There's one car left over, and they're like, oh, it looks like shit on the outside, and when they open it, there's a perfect engine inside. Like, they would have confiscated mm-hmm. that, too. The Japanese are very thorough. They
2: should be. These mics are old, so try and hold it up, up here, not down here, because you keep on knocking it.
1: You're out. professional. Is it recording, though?
2: It's recording now. Okay, good. Just you kept sure. on cutting in and out. So. Oh, no.
1: You're professional, Zach. I try.
2: Just at that time. Stop holding
1: the
0: mic like this. (laughs) Take your hand off the top. Okay. Uh, They pop open the hood, and wouldn't you know it, the engine is undamaged. It's it's a perfect engine in there, y'all. Yeah. As if the cops just weren't paying any attention. The ensuing electric guitar chords let us know that things are starting to look up for Sean and the crew. You know
1: what this means, though, guys? It's a montage. Montage. Even Rocky had a montage. You might say to yourself,
0: where will they get a car in which to put this undamaged engine? Luckily, good old Major Dad Boswell has his random hollowed out muscle car husk in his garage just waiting for Act Three. You know, this
1: movie is Chekhov's gun. I was just about to say, it's Chekhov's gun. If you show them a gun in the first act, you better use it in the third. Mm hmm. But
0: otherwise, it's just. Unless
1: it's Rise of Skywalker, (laughs) where everything gets introduced, but
0: nothing gets resolved. But he's just, it's it's like, again, why does he even have this car? Oh, yeah, because the script needs it, but that's okay. Somebody
1: left it on the base and uh, figured I'd. I took it home. I didn't know.
0: I didn't want a dog So I got this dad's
2: Michael Madsen All of a sudden I know right You know those mistakes I was referencing (laughs) That car's a mistake I bought it And I got ripped off
0: (laughs) (laughs) I paid too much for it Major Boswell says nothing to his son as he tosses him the car keys. Sean somehow gets it pushed all the way over to Han's garage.
1: How far Doesn't away it, is that? Doesn't it uh, impress you, though? His dad continues to impress and defy expectations throughout this entire movie. Because despite the fact that you get the feeling he left Sean when he was very young, he's very supportive.
2: Yeah, but is it defying like expectations, or is it just inconsistent character writing? Yeah. A little from column A, a little from column B.
0: Well, because I was going to say, he is kind of just giving up his convictions from the first part of the movie. Where yeah. He's like, it's
1: not going to stand in my house. His son's life is in danger, and by proxy,
2: his own. Of so
0: get his ass on a plane. The car. Get yeah. back to America, for fuck's you sake. Think
1: the Yakuza have people in L.A. Sean's still
2: a minor. I mean, he's got <laughs> to <It's> do what <laughs> his true. dad says. He doesn't
0: have a choice. We, we get a montage of them fixing up the car, putting the engine in, putting on a windshield, and we see Sean testing it out up on Drift Mountain. Seems to be going pretty well, but then Sean spins out. So they go back to the garage. They take the engine apart, and Sean looks at one of the spark plugs. He determines, that's why she's spitting. Don't
1: Crude. know what that means. What does I that guess mean? He's, he's an expert. That's right. He's an expert. But he can't drift properly. That boy sure does know his cars. That's right. Ain't got yeah. no gas in it. <laughs> that might be why she ain't starting. <laughs> That's
0: right. Wait,
2: have we have we seen Nas like anywhere well, there in was this the, movie?
0: In the first race scene, remember the 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 sake bottles that oh, were. Oh yeah. But we haven't really. Oh, in in um when Han was driving Sean for the first time, the Nas his motorcycles. First, so yeah. But
2: it well, hasn't been blatant.
1: Not not as much as the previous films. Yeah. No. Apparently, um, Nas is not as popular in Japan as it is in the United States. Any so Corona. All No, no corona. No corona. corona. Don't
2: have corona in Japan. No, just sake. That's all they drink. Just corona. I
1: know. I know. Out there somewhere, when we said that, there was one clever person listening to this way. But they got the coronavirus. Ha ha! That's in China. So stop being racist.
0: Which I literally said right before you said that.
1: (laughs) uh, Stop being racist. I'm sorry. Uh, Do you guys uh, think that a uh, muscle car can drift? Well, according to this film, it's very difficult. Well, didn't they, oh no uh, Ed last episode said it was difficult. yeah he said yeah, it was right, it kid. was it was almost impossible. However, while I was watching this montage, I decided to Google research can a muscle car drift and this is uh, this is the answer from Quora. Many would cast out muscle cars as possible choices for drifting entirely, but this isn't exactly fair. Drift cars of choice are commonly powerful rear wheel drive platforms. Mustangs are exactly that, and this platform makes it easier to break traction of the rear tires while trying to achieve a drift. (laughs) In other words, it's totally possible, you guys. Even perhaps made for drifting, it sounds like. It's
0: a perfect car. Or at least ideal. Ideal. Makes sense. I will accept that. Sean's back. Strong
1: enough for a drive. Uh, but, soft uh, enough for a drift or whatever. What is that? <laughs> yes, I forget. But made for a drift. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I
0: don't know. Uh, I forget even what that was com- commercial was for. It was it deodorant. was for deodorant. It was right, for
1: right. a deodorant where it was like strong enough for a man, but soft made enough, for a woman. Made for,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Sean's back on the like mountain. address. Sean's back on the mountain, drifting again. They're testing and tweaking and working on the car and getting it all perfect for the big race. Sean tells Twinkie that they're almost there, but Twinkie says it's not the car he's worried about. He says that DK picked this road for a reason, that it's his mountain. I thought it was everyone's mountain, and that a bunch of villagers taught each other how to drift on it. Yeah, because DK
1: drove on it all the time.
0: Yeah, we got the origin story and all that yeah. business. Maybe it's a different mountain. Could be. But why introduce one drift mountain when there's two? Just stay on one hey, drift there's, mountain? There's a Hell to mess
1: of with a lot your head. In, That's in right. Japan, you know, because America. I don't know. That yeah. it makes no sense. but. <laughs> That's why he's driving a muscle car. So he's going to take a good old fashioned American muscle car to beat, to beat those beat foreign cars. Those foreign Japanese, uh, I was going to say invaders, but they are in their own country. Yeah, so invading. Sean's invading, if anyone right. is.
0: Twinkie says that DK is the only one to ever make it to the bottom. What about those villagers from Han's story? It's they weird, gave up too. Halfway. Oh, because they all throughout swapped. this
1: movie, I kept thinking <laughs> Twink is a bottom.
0: Oh, my God. He's been <laughs> making it <laughs> to the bottom the entire the entire movie. <laughs> oh, man. I'd say he's a middle. He's a middle. <laughs> they work on the car some more, and finally it's finished. It's got a fre- fresh
1: coat of paint. And just at the end of the montage, too, as if by magic. Perfect timing. Like as soon as the montage ends, the car is ready. done. How does that work? That's pre-planning, they if call it. If you don't believe in a god after watching that montage. <laughs> it's even got a racing stripe on it, which I thought was cool. It's got two racing stripes. That makes it faster.
0: Well, it's a double stripe.
1: But, but yeah, that's two stripes.
0: That's true. If you really you yeah, You've, you've
1: confirmed <laughs> my story, Zach. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> that's
0: right. Um, the crew is all very proud of themselves. Kind of makes you wonder, how much time did they have between the race <laughs> I don't, and what the if deal? The, what if the guy
1: was like, the race is tonight <laughs> yeah, at right? 12? Sorry, buddy. Oh, come on. I don't even have a car. But it is the seventh. Run. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> then I'm going to yeah. shoot
1: you in the head at 12. It's like, Dad, uh, what's I'm going to need you? that airplane <laughs> ticket. Then it's nighttime. Cut, cut to Sean. There's my finger, sir. I'm, I'm awful sorry about the trouble I've caused.
0: <laughs> I'll be leaving now. It's uh, nighttime. And He'll it's suddenly, never swing a sword again. Suddenly very serious. Sean is at the top of the mountain looking over it. He's all in black. There's a very dramatic shot where the camera moves around him. and uh, It's a very dramatic shot where the camera moves around him from, from behind and around to face him. Not
1: sure how they did that. I, it was green screen. There you go. Yeah, you I, go. I I looked at that shot a couple of times. I was like, that's definitely not real. That makes sense. It was it was, it was totally done on a green screen. Well, I thought right. it was a very Dom shot. It, yeah. it looks like something Dom well, would was, do. We were joking around about that because Anthony was like, like they set him up to be the the new Dom for the mm-hmm. series, <laughs> and how horrible it had to be to be Lucas Black. I would and say to just be like, I'm going to be the head of this series from
2: now on. More and of like, the Brian of the
1: series. We're gonna bring uh, we're gonna sure. bring the old cast back and relegate you to. Obscurity, But uh, I signed up
0: for a four-movie deal.
1: You'll show up later <laughs> I don't know why he to give us some now. expository uh, dialogue yeah. in about 12 years.
0: Don't worry. You'll be on NCIS for 20 seasons, so you'll be fine. Yeah, Down at the bottom of the hill, everyone is waiting for the race to begin. Even Kamada shows up to watch. His henchmen are all with him as well as Neela. And you pointed out a the, the look. Vito, that Nila Oh, gives so the when Neela
1: gets out of the car, like like Han's crew basically gives her the side eye, and I was like, she really is a guy gaijin now. Because they it's were her with her. It's not her
2: fault. True. Hey, she shouldn't be, like, sleeping with DK but after But they're mad at her, her for siding people.
0: with DK, yeah.
1: I think.
2: Because she sided with DK to save Sean.
0: Yeah, I know. He's it, a baka
1: gaijin. Nobody gives a shit about him.
0: It's time. only been two weeks. They haven't had time to tell him. Yeah. <laughs> not how it worked.
1: Um, <laughs> Just imagine if Allie... Had gone back with Johnny before the end of the Karate Kid. That's that's the magnitude we're talking here, Anthony. do yeah, would you even a, it's attention? A par- it's a parallel, they call it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She well, did it for love, but they just see that she did it out of selfishness. Love of Sean. Because she didn't want Sean to get hurt.
0: That's why she went with DK.
1: Wonder People of are petty. They're just petty, Anthony. Even in Japan. In, my beloved okay, Japan. Okay, so
0: this part, in all... Nine, ten, however many Fast and Furious movies there are now, is the most difficult-to-buy moment.
2: Really? This moment?
0: Yes. Where one of Han's crew guys has a flip flip phone out, Twinkie takes his flip phone out, and he relays a message to Japanese.
1: He's like, oh, kate. Yeah. I I looked that up. I couldn't find out
2: what that meant. Not the magnetic helicopters. Being able to... Not Not the robot motorcycles. But
0: but look, they've got it set up so they can all watch the entire race on each other's phones. Not Dom. On flip phones.
2: Letty. Not the VHSs that mysteriously turn into DVD Look, players. Look, I'm, I'm not saying Exposition. those things are not ridiculous. Not Dom and Letty
1: hurtling uh, in opposite directions at 75 miles an hour <laughs> and, and then flipping through the
2: air and catching each not other. Not Han being resurrected <laughs> from the dead like Jesus Christ. That not when Dom's
1: dad <laughs> turned out to be the mastermind beyond, behind everything in all of the movies. Or when Brian's car turned out to be Bumblebee from the Transformers. None of that. Mm-mm. This is this tops it. Takes a cake or the idea that a guy like Brian would even end up with Dom's crew and they'd accept him. I None guess. of that was crazy. No, it was,
0: but this was more unbelievable. But just just the physics. I mean like the logistics and everything. It's like they're able to watch the who's who's cutting from one phone to another. How does one phone know when to go to another phone? Makes no sense.
1: It's Japan. They're very advanced. They are.
2: Very technologically advanced. That's true. Maybe they had drones. Who knows. It could be.
0: Somehow before apps were invented, they have an app that allows them to watch this entire race. Well that's fine. Hey, hey. Apps were twenty my, thirteen
2: my flip phone. My flip phone. <laughs> it's hard to say, isn't it? Yeah. Flip phone. I had apps on my flip phone. I remember okay. watching the Tonight Show. Oh really? Yeah. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, it was only like thirty second clips, but Oh I see. Damn it, it was an app. Well Counts. that's how that's
0: how long drift races take, thirty seconds. Most people don't know that. And a quarter
1: mile. Or a quarter of a time. Mile. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> a quarter mile, depending on the the drift.
0: So Sean is up there at the starting line in his fancy new muscle car. Finally, DK drives up beside him. DK revs and uh, stares Sean down, trying to get to him, but Sean just stares out at the road ahead, all yeah. calm. I was
1: like, he doesn't even give him the fucking yeah. dignity to look over and nod. He's just like, nope, I'm
2: about to beat you. And it makes like just a it's just DK's
0: just
1: getting madder, you know?
2: Sean has become the southern equivalent of Zen. That's right. We we clear come head, up with, clear
0: mind.
1: <laughs> if
0: I'm clear liquor. That's right. That's right.
1: I was trying to. I could. Uh, yeah. I was trying to come up with what what a Southern Zen person. <laughs> I would know. Be i called, try- but.
0: <laughs> I need some time. I have to think about it. Damn
1: hippie liberals. I've been out of Texas too
0: long. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Kamada's second in command starts the race.
1: That that is yes he that is known uh, as a wakagashira. Ah, and it's uh, probably wakagashira is probably
0: And this is the most lackluster start of a race of the entire franchise. He just raises his arms.
1: Yes, but. Remember when I was telling you about the finger cutting ceremony? Mm-hmm. This man's missing four fucking fingers. So so that would imply that he screwed up four he times. He has he has he has had to go to boss kamata four times. <laughs> Listen kamata, I know I said it never and happened be like, again. And just be like and it's it's a very <laughs> it somber ceremony too where he has to be Absolutely but would you get four chances? You would not. He'd be killed.
0: I mean, I've never in there media are or men anywhere who are else. missing two. Ever seen any finger cut off other than the pinky? Would that happen? You know
1: what though? You know who was really excited to see that shot? Bob, the prosthetic happy guy, or Gary, or whatever his name was. was. His name was. <laughs> he was like, "I can fix that." <laughs> Guys, I can fix that.
0: Well, he's a proctologist, not a finger doctor.
1: No, because remember he also went off into prosthetics, oh, remember? I I, it, was Gary, it was Gary it was Gary the proctologist and him prosthetics. Prosthetic.
0: If it starts with a P talk to me. That's right.
1: <laughs> Call back. Yeah, okay. now, it's this, Gary.
2: This I can guy... fix that. Him him in the theater. I can fix that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he just throws his
0: card at the screen. Call me.
2: <laughs> this guy has been demoted like the guy with the fingers has been demoted so much. Like, the only thing the Yakuza allow him to do is to lift his arm for a race.
0: Yet he's or still the to, second in command. Or to order
2: three drinks.
0: <laughs> but he's still second in command. He's pumped up How many times. drinks do you
2: guys need? That's uh, it's four.
1: I'm going to need you to do this one, Bobby, you know. <laughs> three. But,
0: but, but isn't that odd? Some. I mean, like, if he's had this many problems, how has he now gotten That's, back
1: promoted up? It, that, well that that's the thing. He's like the right hand man. Not here, here was what I was thinking. My head cannon because because I was like, when you fucked up, like I'd say by the third time they'd probably kill you the fact fuck. that this guy if you weren't my mom's uh, yeah, exa- favorite that son that was exactly what i was thinking is like he's the he's the brother yeah, yeah he's just like damn it you know kirita i'm gonna keep you on but if you fuck up one more time and he just keeps doing it and they're all like boss kamada's <laughs> getting pretty lax and he's like it's my fucking mother's like stepbrother
2: you know what am yeah, yeah, what am i yeah. gonna do
1: gotta keep him on you know <laughs> right we'll let him no start choice. the race
2: you know how many fingers am i holding up three. It's always three. It's always going to be three. <laughs> it will never be any more than three. It's not a funny joke. It would fuck up your
1: swordsmanship, your card playing skills. Yeah, that's right. Couldn't play basketball. Can't play video. Well, I guess you could try to play video games. He could play video games. He'd probably learn to use his feet like those right. kids in the commercials. For that's the, right. Yeah. Uh,
0: they're on a very narrow road with just like cliffs on either side. DK takes an Oh, they start, they take off when he lowers them. So the race has begun. And, and, like, it's it's just interesting because, like, it's up at the top of the mountain, but it's just a sheer drop-off on either side of the road. So yeah. one miscalculation, you're a spot at the bottom of the mountain, really. Um, DK takes an early lead and pulls out ahead of Sean. They go into their first drift. Everyone is watching on their magic flip phones. They drift and drive and shift and slide all over the mountain. That was the Dr. Seuss rhyme. Right into our fifteen minutes, smack in the middle of the race, where where Anthony likes it.
2: I, I'm gonna call in sick next week. Oh you guys no. just do it without me. <laughs> Who's
0: gonna record? Who's gonna tell me not I, I to hold to the tell microphone you, but wrong?
1: Fast and the Furious Seven is just a
2: nonstop race from beginning to end.
1: Yeah, it's it's it's
0: 100 race wars.
2: I, I believed you for a second, and I was like, wait, no. It's a
0: race to figure out how they can ride around uh, losing Brian.
1: <laughs> Yeah, Ooh. Yikes. too soon. Too soon.
0: I know, but I mean, Guys, I'm gonna
1: get real emotional in this next movie. By the way, yeah, it's gonna get really sad.
0: I'll bring the Kleenex. Thanks. But for now, we're still in Tokyo. We got to see how how the hell Sean's gonna get out of this one. <laughs> How's he gonna save his butt? Will it be some? Will some Sean, past Sean win
1: the big race? Will Neela stick with DK? Will Boss Kamata chop off his buddies? Extra two fingers. <laughs> Stick around next week for more Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's processing his thoughts. <laughs>
0: what are you, where are yeah. you at right now? Are Anthony? you even,
1: Anthony's force projected himself out into the universe <laughs> and is fighting an Kylo project. Ren right now.
0: That's right. <laughs> I'm at Galaxy's Edge.
2: <laughs> okay, totally non-related to the Fast and the Furious, <laughs> okay. but I bought an Oculus Quest, and it comes with the uh, Vader Immortal game. Just pretty badass oh. I'll tell you guys about it later oh, was cool. um
1: wait till they release the fast and the furious oculus uh, game that's right I'm good <laughs> all
0: racing all you, the you time. you literally
1: start it's like you're gonna do the quarter mile it's like and it's done that was fucking terrible
2: no this this movie I'm kind of conflicted on it and it's weird because everybody said I would either love it or hate it and, and you're it's okay I'm no no there's things I really like about it mmm um, I, I think it's it's different from all the other ones. Which, to be honest, like a lot of these movies are kind of blurring together for me. Like, I'm like, what what movie did this happen in? Like, was this four? Or five? What was that
1: movie where Brian like betrayed everyone's trust
2: and yeah. went rogue, and then Dom had um,
0: to go and some investigating?
2: Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> but then there's stupid shit and like character moments that. What's been the stupidest motivation. thing so far? For the for you. dad. Okay. The dad. I, I think he's a terrific actor. Um, the character makes no sense. How he kind of flipped his... Yeah, right, yeah. right. There was no cause for it. Um, I think the... Honestly, like, the culture of the bad guys is really cool. The accuser stuff. Mm-hmm. I think DK's kind of a weak villain. Oh, interesting. I think he's very one-note and just... Yeah, Neil He's it's just not mad all it. the time. Yeah, like, he's, he's cliche, I think. Well,
1: that is... I mean, how many times have you... Uh, Gotten involved with a young woman who happens to be a mob boss's like a girl. I'd be like, see you fucking later. Like I know, this right? Is, uh, Sean, this is, Sean is, a, is not the smartest, right? Friend.
0: Japan's yeah. overpopulated, right?
1: Yeah. His uh, his There's toolbox is, is, is one wrench short of uh, a complete set.
0: I mean, geez, his teacher at the school, the second one anyway, yeah. ask her out. They're about the same age.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she
0: likes uh,
2: the guy, Gene. And That's right. I, I think that sean like there's scenes that i like with him and him and then there's scenes where it's just like dude like
0: well this is the only movie you got to put up with him being the lead so far so far
2: <laughs> i i have a feeling he's gonna have a
1: more prominent role in in nine we'll see
0: you we'll, never we'll know see will never we'll know.
2: see what happens or 10 but i like it better than too fast i like it better than faint praise <laughs> I like it better than 5. I don't oh, think I really? like it better than 6.
0: 6, again, has, so far has been the, uh, surprisingly my favorite one.
1: I think me too, actually.
2: 6 I, isn't my favorite one. I think the first one's still my favorite one. 1 and 6, Followed yeah. by 4. Oh, nice. 1 you and you guys four.
1: realize that somewhere out there, Beneath a fast the
2: pale moonlight, <laughs> someone's <laughs> thinking of they me. Damn you, five
1: No, uh...
0: I'm I'm glad you got that reference.
1: There's someone out there right now who is like, damn it, I love Fast and the Furious 8. I love Fate of the Furious. And that's totally
0: fine. there's
2: someone out there who loves it. That's
0: totally fine.
2: Completely. I I, And they're they're wrong, and and I will fight them. I will find them and fight them. I I hope hope they
0: don't hate listening to this podcast, because I'm going to trash (laughs)
1: 8. So, yeah, cut to F. Gary Gray. Well, Mm -hmm.
2: I was going to do your podcast, boys, but fuck you. But fuck
0: you, sir. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
2: Film is art. Art is subjective. Absolutely. So these maybe
0: people out there really love eight. Who knows?
1: Yeah.
2: You you do you, pal. That's right. You do you. I make this
1: challenge. And in and, and a positive way. I'm not saying like, oh, I challenge you. Uh if you love Fate of the Furious, make a video on YouTube telling us why. Because I watch I watch those all the time and there are a surprising amount of times where I don't like something, and when someone gives their reasoning, I go, right. "Holy shit!" It kind of I'll watch it again and and give it a second thought. So maybe ch- uh, challenge. I'm challenging you. Go out there and make a video why that movie rocks, or send Change us a, a, an
0: email at uh, so fast so furious podcast at gmail.com.
2: As a film critic, uh, the one thing that I get the most is like people believe that my opinion is the be all end all and it's not like my like written reviews are to guide people like if Mm -hmm. you have similar interests if you have similar gripes or similar you know whatever like this might be the movie for you if you're the complete opposite check it out why Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. like um but yeah people people really don't understand that concept uh just because these movies aren't necessarily my thing even Mm -hmm. though a lot of there's a lot of good in it um
0: or just because you have an opinion doesn't mean that you won't allow other people to have their opinion.
2: Right, and I don't look down on people yeah. that love these movies. Yeah, like there's, there's certainly uh, things that are appealing. Well, you know,
1: it is really funny. There's two things. One is that there's a critic, uh, a former critic named John Barber who did a review of Once Upon a Time in uh, Hollywood, and he was like, it's the worst movie I've seen in my 60 years of watching movies. And I was like, He hasn't what? seen a lot of movies then. No, no I know. 30. I was like, no, but he was the only person I've seen who hasn't liked that movie. The other thing I was going to point out is there is something very unique about, about this particular series is when I'm looking in the comments on videos that I watch on YouTube or when I looked at the, uh, the trailer, people are like, You know, this started out as racing and whatever, but I'll be there. Like, the fans are very vocal. There are some people who are like, the bigger and dumber they get, the more I love them. Case in point, there's a screenwriter, William Martell. Uh, He's written a lot of, like, uh, low-budget action movies and stuff like that. He has a great book called The Secrets of Action Screenwriting, which I highly recommend. It's probably the best Screenwriting book I've ever read in terms of if you want to make a movie like Die Hard or something mm-hmm. like that. If you, it's it's a it's a great book. I considered you know asking him on the show after because he's excited about this new movie. Um, Justin Jordan, who's a big writer at uh, at Image Comics and stuff, wrote one of my favorite series, uh, the Luther Strode series, um, is a big fan of these. Like like there are people that you wouldn't think are who are huge fans of this. But franchise. and
0: we've said this a million times, but it's it's being able to take the things that should be taken seriously seriously and allow these more ridiculous elements to just kind of because i again i think that the the, the relationships the characters are really solid for the most part especially the, the justin Lin entries um so yeah i don't know i mean i think that as long as they they take a more serious tone it, it i can excuse the wackier stuff
2: right i'm gonna do a brief state of the furious address. Okay. Right now. Uh, a lot of people have been asking me you know like hey have you turned around like you know uh, based on your initial reactions of kind of being an outsider to the series mm-hmm. what do you think of it now? I think um, there's a lot more stuff that is that I can appreciate. A lot more that I can appreciate than I originally thought there would be. That's fair. So I'm not then mega, my job here is done. I'm not mega fan. I'm not you know, telling everybody like, oh my god, I was wrong. Like I was, how stupid was I? Um, <laughs> right. I'm saying like you know, there's some really good things about these movies, mm-hmm. and then there's really garbage things.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And yeah.
0: But see, I was watching the trailer for Nine, and it's like, it was the first time I'd seen a trailer like as a fan, really, because I, I really I got into them around five or four and then i didn't really give them a second chance until we started doing this podcast and so i was i was genuinely like i was excited because of the the tone and then they come in with all these wacky set pieces and stuff it's like hey we'll see how it goes right
1: i love i love the moment in the trailer by the way where uh where Letty says, "I would ride." What What is the line she says? "I ride till I die for you," or whatever. Sounds like good. she, she has some really great emotion there. Like it made, it made me. Well, but this a is the emotional. one where
0: they got a second screenwriter f- specifically for Letty, right? Wasn't that the story? And it, you know
1: what's weird? It's a guy. What named Casey? <laughs> I thought well, the whole Casey, point I was I that it was going to be, fema- be, be a
0: female. Casey could be a female.
2: Could be a female. Actually, that you're was just a, thinking
0: of Casey Jones. Yeah. Th- what one of the coolest uh, secondary characters of Casey and the Sunshine Band.
2: Sure. Casey Kasem. Sure.
0: Casey at the bat.
2: Casey Jones coming KFC down the track. Chicken.
0: Casey Jones, the, yeah. the conductor. yeah. Casey Jones, the, bat, the baseball player. Oh, there's another one.
1: Yeah. How a many cartoon. Casey Joneses are there? A lot. Ooh boy. It's not a very original name.
0: Well, fellas. Meanwhile, uh, <laughs> we're gonna wrap this up. Come in for. I think we got one more episode of Tokyo Drift. We'll wrap that up, and then we'll jump into seven. Very exciting stuff coming up, especially for Anthony, who has still not seen Seven, and uh, will be in
1: for—I don't know—you're in for something. You going to cry. I, I have a question. Yep. Are Maybe I should ask this off-camera, but I'm not. All right. Camera, well, thanks but, for listening, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is uh, are we going to review um, Better Luck Tomorrow, considering that the Han we character? Do that. Yeah, we is, do that between. Seven. Is considered to be. You want to do that before that Seven? Character. We'll do. We'll do one episode for the whole movie. I don't know because. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I we've done a lot of, of, like, uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I I, I I do want to see that
2: movie. I haven't seen Let's it. Let's do it. Well, I, we'll I think Han. we could cover it in one episode. I, it's I not think an official entry. only the official entries, yeah. like, not the Hobbs and Shaws, like, not the spin-offs. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that... But I would th-
0: consider, even though Hobbs, I would consider Hobbs and Shaw part of the... You don't want to do it for 15 minutes Dude, time?
2: I am trying to alleviate the <laughs> workload here, and you were just shitting Dude, all over it.
0: Anthony, we're in this for life. It could be a decade this podcast goes. We don't know. what I tell you about the long haul, Anthony? We're look when we get to Are the, we the. gonna ride? We when die? we get to the Netflix series, we're doing an episode per episode. Oh god! Uh. Spy Hunters episode one.
1: The first fifteen minutes. Oh god!
0: Each episode yeah. is two episodes. How's
1: that show? Have you guys been
0: watching? I watched it? the pilot. I, I dug event. it. I mean, I want to. I want to watch the rest. But I think
2: for like a an is animated it in series, T.M.?
0: yeah fucking Dom's in it. Vin Diesel is in it.
2: Is there a character named like Pizza Face or something? Uh, yeah, I think uh. so. Yeah, there is.
0: But again, it's for kids. I, I want to finish it. I I, I plan to. I just felt like I also kind of want to watch it in the order that we're... But maybe I won't wait that long. Anyway, that was a long roundabout way to say thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Check us out next week.